This this is River Radio. Hello and welcome to the Hitbox, River Radio's Tuesday night gaming show. My name's Tom and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Gabriel and Billy. Today, we're starting off with a gaming brain brainstorming game in which Gabriel's picked a word and we all have to put our minds to the test and think of related words to that in terms of uh, the gaming world, or at least has to be related to gaming in some sort of sense. After that, we are continuing our count up to the present day uh, with having a look at the uh, games from 2013 and sort of recollecting some of the great games that came out that year and uh, seeing whether Gabriel and Billy have a top five that they can give me in terms of the ones that they played the most. Uh, and then finally, as always, we finish with our weekly news roundup. Again, both Billy and Gabriel are going to tell me what's been going on this past week in the gaming world. Right, Gabriel, I'm going to hand this over to you because you are the... Uh, the host of this month's Gaming Brain Brainstorming game. Okay, well, for those that don't know how this game is played, what's going to happen is I am going to tell Tom and Billy a word, and then we are going to take it in t- turns to consecutively think of a word that is related to that word, but has there's some relation to gaming, I would say. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah. It has to have something to do with gaming. You can't just sort of go down just word uh symmetry <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah so with that then i think we should just get straight into this boys um and the word is round now i'm gonna start this off nice and easy and go with pokeball Ooh, that's a good one so who goes next oh uh, actually yeah i should have uh, <laughs> i should have i should have definitely made that clear before starting okay let's let's rerun that so, yeah, um, we're going to start with me, then we'll go to Tom, and then we'll go to Billy, yeah? Brilliant. Okay. Sounds good. Perfect. So the word is round, and I'm going to start with Pokeball. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Shields. Round yeah. Shields. Uh, I am going to go with uh, first, as in first round of a fighting game. Now, that's clever. That's Very clever. So you're not... You're... It's almost non-contemporary that you're uh, <laughs> taking on the word. Well, not literally, are you? Sort of yeah, <laughs> like it. I like it. Voltorb. Are all yours just Pokemon ones by any chance? Maybe. Circular Pokemon. God, oh, okay. I'm not yeah. going to be able to deal with that. Um, how about wheels on a car in racing games? Because they're round. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, just so Gabriel can't say it, Electrode. Oh. <laughs> I've gone for circuit, like a round circuit oh, in a yes. race. Okay, okay. Um, how about circular planets? Yeah, fair. Yeah. I'll give you know, you lots, that. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm gonna go with spin attack. Fair. I'm gonna go with portal. Ooh, okay. Circular Ooh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Portals from portal around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the balls in FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair Ooh. enough. Might be might be here for a while. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, let's just go with ball, right? Yeah, ball, ball is used yeah. now. Absolutely. Uh I'm gonna go with running off your, your little uh 
portal theme game. I'm going to go with the uh, the robot from the multiplayer who's around, whose name I can't quite remember. I think it's Atlas. Is the Atlas round it's one. Atlas. Yeah, it's Atlas. Yeah. And Atlas. it's Atlas and Peabody. That's the other one. Yes. I will definitely accept that. My next word is going to be button. Oh, I had that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the joystick. You know, the joystick yeah. It's kind of yeah. circular. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. Uh, the Xbox logo. No. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Fair. Now, this one's a bit abstract, but I have an explanation. I'm going to go with torpedo, and I'm going to justify that because mm. the torpedoes mm. in Lego Star Wars are round. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose they are. The the pink round photon ball. torpedoes or whatever. Yeah, they are. that's it. The photon torpedoes. Billy right. knows. Billy okay. knows. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's just given me an idea. How about the the coins in Lego? Like Lego yeah. games, yes. coins yeah, they're round, great one. Yeah. yeah, studs. Yeah, so would you say that's that's coins overall then instead of just yeah. going coins in every different uh, in <laughs> yeah. that case? In that case, I will go with Droidickers, seeing as you're bringing up Star Wars, Gabriel. Good, yeah, that's a good one. I'm gonna go for Meteor. Oh, yeah, um, it's relating to Droidickers, the force field. You know, there's some force fields around most of the yeah. time, right? I'll give yeah. you that. I'll yeah. give you, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna borrow from my earlier fighting game thing. I'm gonna go with a round of a card game, like Gwent in The Witcher. Okay. Fair. Okay. Fair. Now I don't know whether you're gonna let me have this. I've said arena, like a uh, almost like yeah. um, a fighting arena. I mean, that's a lot fine. Of yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Nice. I'm gonna go with a round of ammunition. Oh, that's a that's good clever. one. That's, that's a, a clever very one. good one. I know, I know. What can I say? I'm going to go with a grenade, like a frag grenade. Those are yeah. usually presented as being round. Fair, yeah. I am going to go with a mace. Does Can I have a mace for the thing at the end? Having I, this yeah. a, a I guess it's spiky, though. It's spiky. It is How spiky. I, you know. Maybe uh, so I'm I'm questioning that. Okay, okay. I've got a, I've got another one, and right. it is oh. platform. Round platform. Round yes. platform. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, I'm slightly running out of ideas. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, rounded statistics. You know, your stats are round. Ooh. You know, we'll allow it. But I'll allow it. To be honest, bit of dexterity, bit of uh, strength. You know, mm, fine. Uh, <laughs> I will go with wrecking ball from Overwatch, who has his little ball form. Oh, of that's course, a that's one. a good one, yeah. Yeah, I've just thought of a really good one that I'm hoping no one said and I just missed, and it is Target. Oh, that's Come a on. very good one, yeah. Round Target, yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, good good one. Um, let's think, let's think. Uh, I'm going to go with, like, a, the head of a headshot. You know, it's round, you got you got to aim for the head. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Mm, I'm I'm running a little bit dry now. Curse you both. Uh, so am I. Don't worry. We're going to start the countdown. Five, four. <laughs> oh God. Three. Uh, two. One. No, I think I'm done. Boom. Oh my God, Billy's out. Okay, Billy's out. We actually right. I'm going to keep going then with I, if that counts. Oh. And I. Okay. I'm going to yes. go with um, sort of like a, the profile photo. A lot of times they're sort of around, you know, around yeah. photo image. Fair. I'll yeah. give you that. What about stone? Stone, round stone. Nice one. Uh, cannonball. Or is that oh, it? Under the, uh, 
I, I'll I'll allow that because I said Pokeball and I like yeah. the fact that okay, you've okay. made some. Yeah. Okay. Now this could be where I'm screwed. Um, what about the sun? How, yeah. Related to a game though. What? What? How? How yeah. are we relating that to a game? Well, I, I, I the sun it, but... in Destiny or the sun in <laughs> the sun Halo. Or... <laughs> okay. Uh, right. <laughs> if you let me, then I'll take it. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, this might. Screw me up though. Uh, okay, let's have a thing. Yeah, you're gonna run out of time. Oh no, yeah. I know. Five. <laughs> nice. Four. Three. Two. Yeah, I'm. I'm not thinking of anything. One. Nothing's coming to my brain right now. So, Gabriel, can you I come up with one. another one just to make? Sure okay, I, I. Okay. Um. So my last one, and it was quite abstract. I was going to say flower. And the reason I was going to say flower was because of the flower from the fire flower in Mario games has like oh, a, yeah. a round, like, like yeah. friendly face on it. Okay. I don't know if that would have counted, but okay. that was going to be you, my I'd have given you that one. I sure. Think. Yeah. I mean, it is. Thank yeah. you. Gabriel is the winner of the game. I finally won something on the hitbox. <laughs> Congratulations. Bring it on. Congratulations. That just means we have to team up against you more next time. Solidarity <laughs> exactly. against your Xbox exactly. ways. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, I think the next like the next word for gaming brain brainstorming games got to be like PC or something or uh, <laughs> <laughs> something like but that. I've got to be the one to come up with it, so we'll see. Okay, Billy, I'm mm. canon on you to to sort me out here. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. That 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 went pretty well. We went on for a, a decent amount really of time. Really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, what was the most abstract one that we, we've we came up with. I think I had a few that were really. really I, I think round of ammunition, which was, was absolutely. I think that was the most oh. like abstract one. There was the other one that you had. The, you each, both of you, had really good ones that were like that. You had round of ammunition. There was something else that you said, Billy, that I can't remember. But it True, was yeah, there really was. Good. There was. I had the fighting round. The one. fighting rounds. Yes. The rounds of fighting, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. So you're taking clever. on the word as it as it is, rather than the the terminology that's. You sort of meant behind it. I, I, I rate that. Yeah. Should get on uh, university challenge, Billy. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so that was it for the gaming brain brainstorming game. Gabriel is our winner this month. Congratulations, Gabriel! Woo. And now we're moving on to the count up countdown of the greatest games of each year since the year 2000, and we are on the year 2013. 2012 was last. Last week, should I say? I was about to say last month. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that, go back, listen to it on Spotify or River Radio on the web, and let us know what you think about the games that we mentioned last week. So, boys, this week, and I, I just want to say this straight away: how many great games came out in the year 2013? Do you guys are you guys in agreement with me? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Really? I, I think I had, there was obviously some good ones. I mean, the, the most famous one that took the world by storm and I couldn't go on YouTube without seeing was, of course, The Last of Us. I think that's, and I didn't play that as okay. it was a PlayStation exclusive. Am I right in saying that? Yes. Yeah. And so, and yeah. that is definitely, I feel like that just dominated this year bar. There's some obvious other ones okay. that I'm there's basically <laughs> there's some massive big games, right, that I loved, but in terms of those niche games that make up those like, oh I remember that game, oh I remember that. I didn't have that this year too much. Okay, fair enough. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try and jog both of your memories. Billy, you may have had some games that Gabriel hasn't played, and likewise with me. So I'm looking forward to see both of your <laughs> top five. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go through some that I found that I thought, you know, I look at these selection of games, I'm thinking, wow, what what a bunch of great, even just starting uh, the starts of the series or first entries, you could say, of, of, of the series that came out in this year. So Last of Us, like we mentioned, that's one that comes up all the time. Bioshock Infinite. I don't know whether you guys played that game, but it was a great game. Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Now that is a big hitter. That is a big hitter. That's one of the reasons why I think this year's. Oh, yeah. Something else. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. A lot of people's favorite Assassin's Creed. I don't think it's your one though, Gabriel. Not my favorite. Definitely up there though. Yeah. Uh, Saints Row the Fourth. The Tomb Raider, I can't remember which Tomb Raider it was, but the uh, I definitely played it. I, I can't remember. Is it something? <sighs> Billy will know this. You can you can let me know in a second. Uh, Metro Last Light, Super Mario 3D World, The Wolf Among Us, Injustice. Uh, Injustice. Gods Among Us, yeah. The fighting game, yeah. Obviously, FIFA 14, NBA 2K14. State of Decay. Now, it's not the game that I... Well, not State of Decay I played. I played the second one. I'm looking forward to the third one that's coming out soon, hopefully. Dead Rising 3. And I don't know whether you remember that, Gabriel. I'm pretty sure you we played We played that. it together, yeah. I remember yeah. you telling me to get it and we jumped on, yeah. It was a game that came with my... It's a bit Xbox of a spoiler, one. but yeah, with, uh, <laughs> with the Xbox One and the next generation of Xboxes. Uh, what else? We've got Devil May Cry. Battlefield 4. Raymond Legends, um, a big one for for some of those uh, PC gamers. Dota 2, Pokemon X and Y. God, there was so many. Um, So, yeah, that's just a few, well, a small selection of some of the games that came out. I'm going to ask you guys, what do we think some of the highest grossing games for this year was? (laughs) There's a definite obvious one here. uh... Well, you you think that it's 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 not what you think okay so i'm gonna give you a bit of a hint the first game you will definitely not think of or at least i can guarantee you won't the second one you might if you if you're properly thinking but you've got to have knowledge on when it was uh released or when it was popular uh but there's definitely a few that are you know know, are obvious this year so uh, one game I knew came out this year was Call of Duty Ghosts, so I'm going to say that's up there, and I'm going to say World of Warcraft, because I think this was back when it was like all the rage of was World of Warcraft. You're correct, World of Warcraft is in the top five, and also Call of Duty Ghosts as well is in the top five. Uh-huh. Which is well, mad, because actually it did get the initial sales, etc., and did well like that, but by halfway through its life cycle, half of those people were not playing it anymore, and well, probably had something bad to say about it, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's it's good to it's, that's actually really surprising to see that Ghost is in the top five. Obviously, GTA Five is the one that I think of the most. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you that is also in the top five. Um, yeah, um, I do think FIFA might have been quite big this year. Um, um, might be wrong about that. Yeah, unfortunately, you are. It's not even in the top ten. It's not even in the top ten. Ooh, not, not in the wow. top ten. Not okay. In the top 10. I mean, ov- obviously, the only other two big titles for me are really Battlefield and Assassin's Creed uh, okay. this year. I okay. don't know if any of them were there. But... So uh, the the first place and the second place, uh, especially the first place you definitely don't think you would have heard of, you might have done, um, it's called Puzzle and Dragons. It's a mobile oh. puzzle game. God, yeah, uh, I have heard of that. You it's have like heard a, of it, Billy. Jules type thing, yeah. Yeah, so... That yeah, that took in about 1.5 billion 
dollars in wow. revenue. Good lord. And that was number one. Now you say Bejeweled was sort of the, the, the type of game, you know what you mean? The the connect three sort of how yeah, yeah, you call yeah. it. it. It's I I've seen it's like it's you connect three and then it does like attacks as like monsters and enemies and stuff. It's a really weird looking game, but I've never played it myself. Yeah, so Let's think about this genre, right? For number two, it's not bejeweled, but can you guys think of any other type of game similar uh, to that that was really popular? Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's Candy oh, Crush. Yeah. Number two was Candy Crush Saga, and that was $1.46 billion uh, in revenue. And obviously that's a similar game to what you were saying Puzzle and Dragons were. So yeah, number, yeah. Th- number three was World of Warcraft. That brought in just over a billion dollars in uh, revenue. Yeah, uh, joint fourth was Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty Ghosts, and Crossfire, which is the game that we mentioned last week as well. Mm. And they all, all drew in about a, a, a billion dollars too. Number seven, League of Legends. So that's still there. It's still bringing yeah. in a lot of money. Pokemon X and Y was eighth, $464 million. Uh, Dungeon Fighter Online. I've never, never heard of that, but it was supposedly like a beat em up type game on Windows and it was free, well, free to play, but yeah. obviously there was some sort of. Uh, uh, that sounds like it ends up being... probably being big somewhere over in like Japan and China and stuff. Yeah, I'd imagine. We've never heard of it, but if it's that popular. Definitely. And num- number 10 was World of Tanks, which brought in. Oh, it's up million. there. Look at it yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. Go on. It was. I was surprised because you know I thought back in the day it was a really small game that I played, but obviously I'd never really had any sort of insight when I was That's... playing it at my age that it was as big as it was. And I I always assumed that wow. when it came to Xbox was when it blew up, but obviously I I had you know no idea that it was this this big. Well, World Tanks mm. also one of those games where you have like a very small fraction of the people playing it are the ones that provide most of the money for it. Yeah, true. Very true. true. Yeah. That, like I said on on last week's episode, it the thing that opened my eyes was the fact that prank caller that got that obsessed American who's just really obsessed with tanks and re- basically yeah. a history buff. The the amount of uh, p- uh, player base on that game that are like that and just really into it, you'd be surprised. Oh, they spend. You know, ha- I remember it always was expensive. You, you'd have to buy. Um sort of like repair kits and, and all this sort of stuff. And, and there's definitely a bit of a pay-to-win mechanic behind a bit. Mm. Um, so I'd imagine a lot of people did spend a lot of money trying to trying to beat everyone else in in that sort of sense. But yeah, so that was that was the top 10 highest grossing games. Uh, I don't know whether all of them were actually released in 2013, but they were the games that were bringing in the most amount of money during that year. Uh, now, for the consoles, guys, I'm going to go and list a few of them. I don't know whether you've heard of this one. Uh, it was called the Ouya. Oh, good Lord. No. Billy, do you have anything to say on the Ouya? Uh, the Ouya was terrible, and it crashed and burned, as it should have done. What, do you know why <laughs> it was so bad? Because I've never heard of this before. I don't really remember, but I remember, it, like, there's a bunch of like news stories and stuff out about it, but basically it was like this uh, tiny little box thing that got got released um by i think it got like it was is like a an independent thing so it wasn't like sony or anyone sure it, it okay. was recent own, and it was really really cheap and it got like a kickstarter campaign and stuff but like it just never had any real games and stuff on it so no one ever played it so it failed massively such a shame yeah so that that did come out this year i guess didn't really last too long after that. It looks it, awful. I've just looked at it for the first time now. I can't believe it. It's basically, <laughs> a, a naff PlayStation remote with a small box next to it. It's unclear how you even get it onto the display. <laughs> to oh, dear. Okay. 
so it probably deserved to be um, yeah, left behind in the grand scheme of things. Mm. Okay, so Xbox 360e came out this year too. The Nintendo 2DS. Yep. The PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Now, they're the two big, big massive consoles yeah. that yeah. came out this year. And that's you know, massively important. I remember, I don't think it was straight away I got my Xbox One, but it was fairly recent after launch. I, I It came with um, the FIFA 14, was it? Mm-hmm. I yeah, think it, do you know, I think it was most people's Christmas list. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I think, think it, it came out just too. before Christmas. And so that everyone could get it just in time for Christmas as they so cunningly do every, every time <laughs> yes. they release new equipment. Honestly. Yeah. So that's, do you, you know, ne- you guys never bought a PlayStation 4, did you? Or- I did. No. I, oh, I'm, I, was a, I was a PlayStation kid. Not a, I don't have Xboxes. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, how, yeah. how, you know, still, do you have any memories of owning the PlayStation 4 or buying I still own my PlayStation 4. It's in my room. What what year did you get it in? Did you get it on release? Ooh. or? No, I didn't get it on release because I got a PlayStation 3, I think the year after the 4 came out. And I ended okay, up getting the okay. 4 in 2015 or 2016. So it was a couple of years later. Brilliant. That was great fun. It's good. It has some good games on it. it mm. It's definitely, obviously, me and Gabriel being a, an Xbox uh Xbox fanboys will always say the Xboxes were better, but you can always mm-hmm. put respect to to the PlayStation Four. Yeah, I think the Four is the one that I first got uh, The Witcher on. Oh yeah, which uh, three was yes. it? Yeah, well, yeah. I own all the Witcher games now because I have uh, a laptop, which is much better. Gabriel, <laughs> you can play a bunch more yeah, games right. than the uh, the consoles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you've heard the consoles that have been released. You've heard the highest grossing games. I've given you a bunch of games that may potentially be on your top five. So we're going to start off with Billy this week. Billy, number five for your greatest games of 2013. So I am picking a game I'm not sure either of you will have played or really heard of, which is Naruto Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 3, which has a very long and complicated (laughs) title. Uh, But it's, it's a fighting game. You run around as characters from Naruto, the anime, and you go and stab other people in the face. It's great. Is it, uh, is it fans of the, the anime then? Because I'm, not a, I'm I mean, not a massive fan of it myself. To some degree, but... yeah, because there's like a lot of the story of the anime is sort of integrated into it. But I think sure. it's just a really easy to get into fighting game because there's no, like the combos and stuff aren't like, oh, you need to press six keys in a row or anything like that. They're not super complex to pull off. It's not Mortal uh, Kombat-esque where you have to, you know, think about no. everything that you're doing. To... No, exactly. Like there, there are like certain moves and stuff you can pull off, but it, it's very much an easy entry into fighting games, I think, which is how I originally got into sort of the, that sort of thing. Oh, Although cool. I'm still not much one for fighting games, to be honest. Yeah, I think I remember playing Soul Calibur uh, with one of my friends back in the day. And that's I played a bit Mortal Kombat, but never really got into it myself. It was sort of always, I was playing fighting games at my mate's house. I never really decided that I wanted to own any personally same with me i did i did uh play injustice gods among us as i said which is quite similar in that sense um but other than that tekken was really what i played and that was yeah. only retro yeah. games so i never yeah. never played tekken i don't think ever not not a single one of them do they still yeah. release uh newer versions now or is that are they what of tekken so. yeah of tekken i think there's a fairly recent one that's come out yeah there's like eight of those games at least Tekken's yeah. a pretty, pretty well-doing series of Sword and Wear. Latest release, 2018. Oh, yeah, there you go. Tekken Mobile. Right. 
that is a mobile game though so ugh. Hmm. yeah let's um, uh let's not yeah we'll, we'll stick away from now but yeah uh, naruto shippuden ultimate ninja storm 3 uh i think one of the one of the best things about it at least to me is the sort of i don't know because it's integrates the story from the anime quite well there's some really fun stuff there's some interesting little boss battles and stuff that you get to do which is quite fun and there are some really nice like graphics and you get to see the characters pull off like uh, moves from the anime like oh i recognize that thing which is it's always kind of cool to see oh wicked all right number five gabriel so for my number five i have gone with call of duty ghosts and i did say earlier that it wasn't really my favorite cod nor did i think it was that well received by the community as a whole however there were some really good things about it in particular the infected mode the infected really had a kind of resurgence in this game obviously it's quite big in modern warfare 3 but i feel like this on this game i was playing infected as my multiplayer fix rather than just normal multiplayer to be honest like everyone was just jumping on infected on this one it was like the next gen call of duty or supposed to be the quote-unquote next gen call of duty wasn't it but it, ne- there was something about it i know the graphics were great in comparison to the previous games i, mm-hmm. I, I still remember and I see that in a good light but yeah. i don't know i don't know what it was whether it was the maps whether it was just a the gunplay it just felt a lot less arcadey than the previous games a lot more not realistic but you know what you know what i'm trying to say i'm, I'm sure the people that have played call of duty ghosts know know where i'm coming from but mm. it just didn't feel or didn't fit that sort of that niche that call of duty to me was at that time or wanted you know that i wanted it to be uh so you know i i had the game i played it a decent amount just didn't really feel for it it. as much as the previous games that i had yeah yeah and it didn't help that it came after black ops 2 which was as we've mentioned probably both of our favorite cods (laughs) if not one of the our favorites so there we are yeah 100 percent. okay number four billy uh, in a twist of irony, it's Call of Duty Ghosts. <laughs> Whoa! Um, so Call of Duty Ghosts is the first and one of the only two Call of Duties I have ever really played. Um, technically, there's a third one, but it was a DS game, so I'm not counting it. Um, <laughs> but it's, as you say, the infected mode is absolutely fantastic. It is one of the only times I've ever really been into playing a game online because infected is an absurd amount of fun. And I, I have to. I originally got into this game. I bought it specifically for Infected because I originally got into this game playing it with my nephew, who owned a, a PlayStation well before I did. So when I got my PlayStation, this was one of the first games I bought for it because I was like, I really wanted to play more Infected mode, which it, it, it was great. Uh, it was especially great if you're playing it with split screen with someone because they inevitably hated you for hunting them down. It was great. Yeah, you could sort of look at where they were and position yep. throwing yeah. knives, and that yep. was yeah, that was the way you oh. get them. I, I still remember there was that. Uh, I can't remember the name of the map. But it was sandy, okay. It's a bit sandy map, and there was uh, one was like a, um, it was like a store or something like that, and you could climb up. <laughs> I know the, the, there's uh, a ladder. There's a little the ladder, yeah. The yeah, I know the map. There's the ladder one way, the one way up to the ladder, and there's the, there's like the van you can climb up yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, too. Man, oh, that, man, that, that was a very good. That was a very good map for, for I, infected. Mm-hmm. Yep. I still remember the fact that, because uh, uh, obviously you get different weapons in Infected, I still remember one of the most joyous things you could ever do is make sh- is if the enemy's got the riot shields as the first Infected, you get, as Infected, you got Semtex. Yeah. You get to throw explosives at really? everyone. It was great. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. yeah. They wow. got riot shields and a pair of um, revolver pistols, and you got Semtex in your knives, so you couldn't throw your knives. You had to throw explosives instead, which was much more fun. 
Mad. Okay. Oh, we hide behind the shield. You're, I'm just going to stick Semtex to the front of your shield then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gabriel, your number four. So my number four, I've gone for Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And you were saying earlier, I think a lot of people really did gravitate towards Assassin's Creed. I think that is because it has quite a heavy USP, like unique selling point. It's it's pirate themed. You've got this kind of more adventurous kind of style to the game compared to the previous ones. Um, Personally, the only reason this isn't my favourite is because Valhalla is just an absolute masterpiece and combines the best elements of this and the best elements of the other Assassin's Creed games. That's the only reason. But if you do like, you know, pirate aesthetic or just at more adventure style assassination games, this is, you, you couldn't ask for much better, really. It was so popular at the time and... I think still people still go back to it, to be honest. It, it sort of expanded on the Assassin's Creed genre, didn't it? It really sort of gave it a whole new perspective and it works. It, it really works. You know, sometimes game developers, they take what's something that's working already and try and put it and shift it in a different direction to, to expand on it. And sometimes it doesn't work. But I really felt like Black Flag definitely hit the spot with with the people that were playing it. They definitely wanted something like this. And it just helps give that sort of that new feeling to it. You know, it wasn't just the same old, you're you're in a city, you know, you have to go and do this and that. It gave you a whole different, you know, you, you're on a boat, you're traveling to different places. Mm. There was areas that looked completely different to the other, a whole different time period and everything like that too. Really, really yeah. works in my opinion. Mm. Okay, Billy, we on to number th- we're on to number three now, aren't we? We are on to number three. It's actually a game you've mentioned already, which is Tomb Raider. So in 2013, Tomb Raider got a, a re-release. It's, it's like a reboot of the series. Uh, and I have to be honest, I've not, I've not played much in the Tomb Raider games. I own a shocking number of them because I buy things on sale and I really, really shouldn't. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but this was the first Tomb Raider game I ever really played. And it's, it's an interesting one because it's very much... So the story and the gameplay don't match at all. So the, the story is all about how Lara's going through all these terrible things and she's traumatized by it. And in the story and in the gameplay, you're like gunning down waves of enemies by the dozen. Mm. Um, it is a shockingly like unpuzzle focused game. Like there are there are puzzles in it, of course, but it is almost like a combination platformer shooter game more than it is a puzzle game, which I have to say was really weird to, to come into as like a, a Tomb Raider game, which has the reputation obviously for complex and difficult puzzles. Uh, but it, it's a, it's a solid game. I've put like twenty odd hours into it. It's completely like the story's nothing to it. What I find really weird about this, and I think one of the main reasons it's not further up on my list, is that it has a multiplayer mode. Really? And Does it? Yeah, it's got like a multiplayer deathmatch FPS thing, and it's like I'm not really sure why that exists, and I don't really want it to be in a Tomb Raider game, which I want to be all about like the narrative and the single player and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I played the one that came out. And I'll, I remember I mentioned it earlier when I was going through the list. And I was trying to think, does it have, like, is it Tomb Raider something something? But I'm pretty sure it's just called the Tomb Raider. It's just it? called Tomb Raider, yeah. Okay, yes. And I, I think I got it later on on my on my PC. I did. Yeah. I, I know same. what you meant by it. It sort of had this weird overarching storyline that wasn't really of any connection to the gameplay, if you know what I mean. It's, yeah. It was a weird one to me. I, I did enjoy it. I think the graphics were great for the time. I've got to say the that. Graphics were pretty. And they're, they're, I do like how a lot of the game feels, but like it is a bit odd. Um, and I've not played either of the sequels because there are two sequels to this game. And yeah. I own one of them, but I've not played it yet. 
Okay. All right. But it's, a, it's a solid game. Cool. Also, you get to upgrade your gear, which I always like because it's fiddly. Progression, yeah. 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 Okay, Gabriel, number three. So my number three is probably my favourite FPS outside of A Call of Duty, and it's Battlefield 4. My favourite Battlefield really can't... I don't know. It's hard to sort of describe this without just sounding like there's nothing really that make that I can think makes it unique kind of thing or what made it that good. I think the main thing for me was just the dynamic maps and the skyscrapers. I was going to say, yeah, that was, that was the, that was the biggest thing that happened in the the difference in, in this game to previous was it was, you could basically just blow anything up that you wanted. I know Battlefield 3 had that sort of mechanic to it, but the whole idea, I think it was like, was it Shanghai Tower? No, it's not That's Shanghai. it, yeah. It was something in, like, it was in like Shanghai, that. I think, yeah. Siege of Shanghai? Siege of Shanghai, that's it, yes. That, that map was definitely one of the, the highlights of that game. Just the fact that you could end up blowing up the base of it with, with a, well, I don't know, grenades or whatever. Or yeah, tanks or vehicles, and, yeah, yeah, everything and like that. Just squadding up on that map and running multiplayer endlessly. Gosh, I've spent a lot of time so, playing that game. It's, yeah. it's so cinematic. That's what I love about the battlefields. I think you don't... It's hard because you want the the first-person shooter aspect. Just play Call of Duty. I think that's. I think everyone will agree. But you, you mm. have that sort... You, you chuck yourself in and there's things that Battlefield does that I don't think any other game has done for me in the sense that you're in a multiplayer game, but it has that you sort You feel of... like a soldier yeah, in you, a weird way. Yeah, you feel like some mad futuristic soldier doing crazy stuff. And the fact that you're, you know, fighting on top of this building and all, all, all of a sudden you hear like this massive explosion and then the building's falling around you and you have to jump out with the mm. enemies right next to you and everything. I think that was just amazing. I remember loving playing that map specifically anyway. Okay, number two, Billy. Uh, number two for me is Splinter Cell Blacklist. Ooh. So the Splinter Cell series is interesting, but there are there are two things that I, I really like about this game. One is that although it is technically a stealth game because it's it's Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell has always been sort of a stealth game, stealth series so rather. Mm-hmm. You do get the choice. You can actually just run in and shoot everybody in the face if you really want to, which I think is is great. The other thing is that there are almost like several game modes that sort of play into the overarching story, and you can go back and do those again. One of my favorite of these is like a it's. Uh, called i think dead drop where you basically sit in one place and you have to defend a position against enemies for ages and ages and i think it's really good fun because you don't have to bother like moving you you can set up and you can like do things like go oh i'm going to use a sniper rifle because i can see my enemies coming from a long way away in this map and stuff like that um also again you get that thing where you get to upgrade weapons and stuff and buy new weapons which i really enjoy as i've mentioned i like being able to sort of fiddle around with my loadouts and change things about them I remember hearing about this game. I never picked it up, but it was one of those games that it sort of has that. Would I be right in saying it has that sort of Gears of War vibe where you have to sort of position yourself behind walls and move from cover to cover kind of thing? Yes. I yes, don't know if there's, absolutely. A, there's a term for that. There probably is, isn't there? It's like a, a genre of Almost game. That, certainly. Yeah. I, I can't think of it at all, but you, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's like that the tactical aspect of it, making yeah. sure you're in cover, you know, holding yeah. angles and everything well, like that. For for Splinter Cell specifically, it's not so much about like angles and stuff. So much it is about um, stealth because it is a stealth based gameplay. Yeah, yeah. When your enemies know where you are, they come and like try and f- shoot you there, and the game wants you to go and hide away from them so they can't see you again. Right. Yeah. And eventually, cool. they, 
And as of course in every video game, eventually they go, oh, you guess they just weren't here and leave after a while. Yeah, classic. Uh, which is which is great. But yeah, it, it's really good fun. I I still go back and play it every now and again. Which is have they released any any newer ones at all? Almost certainly, I've not really kept up with the series. I have to be honest. I can double check in a, in a little bit. Okay, you, you actually you do that. Yeah. Oh, this this one specifically because I remember in, uh, in this this came with like a. Um, a, a mobile game where you controlled like a little spider thing, like a little spider bot. I swear that's this game. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Mobile game you control the spider bot. That sounds cool. I mean, it would be, but it's a mobile game, and I don't trust Ubisoft or anyone to make mobile games. Yeah, okay. <laughs> understandable. Uh, looks like no. This is this is the latest one thus far. Although there are talks about a, a new one coming out. Yeah, I, don't I, I don't know whether I heard anything on the news about uh, it, but yeah, it looks like 2020. Uh, they announced a, a potentially a VR game coming out in okay. uh, in the series. Interesting. Oh, and they're working on a remake of the first game because that always goes so well. Just to to incite the fans <laughs> to come back and and buy the game once more. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. All right then, Gabriel, number two. Number two for me is my favorite FIFA of all time. FIFA 14. Now, why was this my favorite FIFA of all time? To be honest, it's very subjective reasons. It's just because this is the FIFA that I probably spent the most time playing. It's probably the FIFA that most of my friends spent the most time playing. We were playing this all day, every day. We had so much money on each of our ultimate team accounts that (laughs) we could do little challenges and mini games and play against each other in little scenarios. It was just... The game was made better by all of these reasons. And that is the simple reason why it's my favorite FIFA. Not to mention just that this period in time, I think I was 14 years old. And I think it's sort of peak, like coming home after school, you're into football, everyone's competitive. And yeah, it just suited it for me. And and yeah, number two, FIFA 14. Exactly exactly what I was going to say. It was that time in, in our lives at our age that we could that we could, you know, spend a bunch of time. We weren't, you know, revising for GCSEs or any sort of tests and anything like that. It was, you you could go home after school at three or 20 past three or whenever it was. And for the rest of the day, you can sit on your Xbox and play FIFA. And that's Mm -hmm. pretty much what it was like at my school too. Okay. Big time now. Gold medal place, Billy. So... This one's a little odd. Technically, this one is a remake. Um, okay. But okay. I, I absolutely love it. It's actually a Wii U game, which is, I think, the only time the Wii U has actually come up on wow. one of our top five lists. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD. Uh, and it's just, one, I, as you know, I'm quite a fan of The Legend of Zelda series anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, it has got this sort of, one, it's got some of the, the prettiest graphics I, I know because it's, it's very stylized. It's all very cartoony, but it's very pretty and I like it. Mm. Um, two, it is one of the only it's one of the only Zelda games I've ever actually finished, which matters a lot to me. Um, and three, it's just got those, those memories of me spending several hours after school because I was in the US at the time and school there finishes at like 2.30 in the afternoon for some godforsaken reason. Wow. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd do my homework and I'd go downstairs and I'd go sit on the Wii U and I'd play Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker, and I, it's just one of those things where I associate it with lots of bright and happy memories. Um, and also, it's just, a, it's just a solid Zelda game. You get to do lots of... It's got a weird open world, which is very unusual for Zelda, because you have like a... Um, 
it's it's set in like the great sea so you you navigate from island to island yeah. you get to teleport around using tornadoes which is cool i think putting a good game with obviously your great experiences with it is obviously deserving of being in that number one spot so i see why yeah yeah all right gabriel have you got i'm guessing it's not legend of zelda in your and your number one spot no and it's very obvious what my number one is if you've been keeping track it is gta 5 for for obvious reasons and and it is is that you being shocked there absolutely it's true shock to me gabriel this (laughs) oh dear i mean yeah this i was just in awe of this game when it first came out i didn't stop playing it for days just first the campaign and then by the end of the campaign online was out and then when online was out even before it was even developed and when it was basically just going round with your friends there's loads of glitches it was terrible when it first came out but I still loved it and I would still just make the most of it have fun doing fun stuff with your mates and equally I would spend almost every day after school watching my favorite YouTubers play it as well so on top of having this experience of really enjoying the game playing it all the time everyone else around me felt like they're playing it as well which is you know always nice i feel like yeah. well actually i don't know whether you know this gabriel or not because obviously we were we were friends at this time when it came mm-hmm. out i didn't own gta 5 for probably about a year and a half after its release maybe even two years after its release and um i don't know why i didn't buy it to begin with maybe because i didn't have any enough po- enough pocket money or i didn't mm. ask for it for my uh my birthday or, or christmas but I remember buying it probably about 2015, just the start of 2015, and coming on, and everyone had been playing it for ages, and everyone had done all these money glitches and everything. Yeah. So that's super minted, super minted, you know, houses and cars and all sorts of equipment and everything like that. And I just tried to play multiplayer with them, and it was almost impossible to mm. to to keep up with them. You know, they had all these decked out supercars i remember one of my friends went crazy with this game i think he spent so many hours on it and even you know got ahead of pretty much all of my other mates too and he had rocket launchers so he'd end up just i'd log on he'd find us all where where, wherever we were hiding out in the cars and whatever he just rocket launcher us all the time and there was actually nothing that i could do about it you know i was i had nothing to my name i didn't do any of the the tasks i just sort of spent my time playing this game as as the quote-unquote poor person with no with no no money and i feel that's sort of my uh my character during the game at least when i spent with my mates was being that sort of guy who didn't really have any there's always one mate there's always (laughs) one that's the thing and and it's an interesting point to make because that is the thing about gta you don't play it for one week they'll have released something new and your mate will have it and he'll just wipe wipe the floor with you do you know what i mean like whether it be a car whether it be a new gun they're always releasing new content and it is hard to stay on top of but what i will say about the game is that despite that they give you the opportunity to grind something out, like be it races, be it heists, whatever, to just get back on track. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's definitely ways of, you know, I'm pretty sure that's what my friend did, where he spent a lot of time just either finding Grinding. out, uh, as, you know, a, a good um, a good race to do or a good mission to do that was mm-hmm. really high in reward and essentially just replayed that again and again and again. And I think there was one that was pretty famous that you... I think you spawn in on top of a hill and you've got to go, well, 
the, the aim was you're supposed to go down all the way to this this camp and then go inside and kill them. But I think you could just basically take out a sniper as soon as you spawn in, shoot all of them, and then the mission would end. I don't know yeah. if you remember that at all. I think, there were, they, honestly, mate, there were so many, like, broken missions that yeah. you could use to spam money out of. I remember there was one where when they first released capture mode, you could hover your helicopter over the capture with the briefcase and it would just spam XP. It would, like, really? quick fire XP, just, like, glitch, go, like, into your guy and just you could get levels and XP just in one mission. So I see it does ring a bell. I just can't pinpoint it. Fair enough. I think this was a lot, a lot, well, for a time further past than sort of money glitches because I think I joined oh, the game right. when it, it when those sort of things were actually patched mm-hmm. I think this was just a, a pretty decent way of consistently getting money and XP and that's how I well how I tried to catch up with all my mates but it, really when you're comparing it with the sort of the things that were were about and that you could do when the game first came out with the money glitches there was no comparison really mm. okay so that is it for our count up of the greatest games of 2013. No surprises with Gabriel's number one. A few <laughs> no. surprises with your with your number five, Billy. Is obviously the, the one to begin with that we didn't hear in your number one as well, that I didn't know of. And, and the, uh, the number one that, again, was Wii U, which is surprising. It was nice to hear Ghosts, a Call of Duty game in Billy's as well, actually. Yeah, yeah unexpected too. I know you did, have, I know you liked Call of Duty Ghosts and you had played it, but yeah. it's interesting to see that it was in your top five. Mm. Sorry, I suspect the other the other Call of Duty game I played will also be in my top five for that year. I'm that's not right. sure though, so I don't okay. know what year it came out. We'll see, we'll see. That's for the future then. It is. Right. I'm gonna hand it over to both of you for our weekly news roundup. We started with Billy with last uh lastly with the greatest games. So yeah, Gabriel, I'm gonna kickstart it with you. Nice one. So two bits of news from me this week. The first bit is that Texas Governor Greg Abbott issued an order for Child Protective Services to begin investigating the families of transgender children receiving gender affirming health care, likening it to child abuse. In response, 65 companies, including gaming giants Electronic Arts, better known as EA, mm-hmm. Gearbox Software and Microsoft, signed a letter opposing his recent anti-LGBTQ efforts. The letter calls for public leaders in Texas and across the country to abandon their efforts to write discrimination into law and policy. The Human Rights Campaign, an LGBTQ organization, were responsible for organizing the letter. It begins with a simple proclamation. Discrimination is bad for business before further elaborating on how Abbott's policies impact Texan workers. I thought this was just a nice bit of news. Always good to see when big companies shut people down, when they try and discriminate people. And the the phrase discrimination is bad for business. I couldn't have put it better myself. Discrimination is bad for everything and it should not be endorsed absolutely and it's good to see that these these companies especially gaming companies are using their power and using their voice to um you know to do good really it's always Mm. nice to see that that's they're actually putting their power to to good use exactly exactly i mean i am always cynical that they're doing it for a good reason but at least it's coming to a good result you know yeah, I think the the end goal is always as long as the end goal is is a, a positive, then that's all that really matters. At least I, I hope that's the case. I agree. 
Next bit of news then. Call of Duty Vanguard's March 10th update was set to bring weapon balancing to the sniper classes. However, it has been delayed. The biggest part of the update was a series of buffs announced for the sniper rifles in multiplayer. For those that don't know, a buff in gaming is a term used to describe improving something or making something more powerful, most commonly in terms of weapons. So, for example, uh, a weapon class can get buffed. That essentially means that that weapon class is going to get better. You may have heard me joking and talking about nerfing Billy because of his amazing (laughs) quizzing abilities. A nerf is the opposite of a buff, so making something worse. So it's just... if It's really important to understand that on the hitbox because I do feel like we throw these terms about and yeah there we go just thought i'd let you know thanks for that sledgehammer games tweeted an update revealing that not all of the changes to sniper rifles were implemented in the update and the remaining buffs have been delayed the update was said to include faster aim down sight time and less sway while walking for the type 99 sniper rifle the three line was detailed to receive a decreased uh, decrease to flinch and sway to allow players to better maintain accuracy. And lastly, the car 98K was supposed to get a decrease to its aim down sight time to help with close quarters situations. The develop- developers have confirmed the buffs will now come as part of the incoming mid-season update. However, date a date has not been revealed for this it is expected that players should not have to wait too long for the additional sniper changes to take effect. However, we are all just sitting here and waiting at this point. So are you still playing this game a lot, Gabriel? This is the first question I've got to ask you. I am like meh, like, oh, I mean, Vanguard is awful. Like, okay. it okay. really is. Vanguard is unplayable. It's that bad. Wow. It's the spawns are bad. You know, if you if you followed Call of Duty YouTubers for five years or over you know if you've got a lifespan and the journey of them going through the call of duties yeah most of those youtubers you will have been following this year will have basically kind of lost it and will have definitely put, probably posted a video about how awful this call of duty is oh, wow. call of duty is 100 in a crisis it's in an absolute crisis now a lot of these things i'm talking about is uh, you know, centered around Warzone as well. And Warzone will always have a place in my heart because sure. of fundamentally what the game is, i.e., a Call of Duty Battle Royale. Like you could you could make that game awfully and I'd still play it just because of what it is. Like yeah, it's such a good rather than yeah. Exactly, mate. Um, but yeah, Call of Duty is in an absolute crisis and it just it's just it was what's so funny is the I've mentioned these YouTubers have all been crying out for this update for so long and hoping that it's going to change everything. And the first thing that arises after the update is the fact that one of the main changes that people wanted is not part of this update and it's been delayed. It's why, absolutely though, surely, Yeah, clearly there's some big problems with their their idea or what they want from the balancing systems. And obviously it's whether they delayed it for that reason or they're genuinely seriously not been able to, to do it yet. But I don't see why or how that could be. Uh... Well, Activision are probably quite busy trying to get bought by Microsoft. Yeah, that could be that. I do think that has something to do with it. But being honest, I think this is a classic example of a cash cow. And I think that they just don't need to improve the game. They have done some improvements to the game, like slowly and gradually over time. But, you know, I saw a great video comparing Call of Duty to Fortnite, right? 
in the first season, the I know Fortnite just went through a new season refresh. And in that first season, we saw uh like tornadoes added, like new skins, new whatever. Like I'm I'm not a Fortnite player, so I'm sorry if I'm butchering yeah. it. But essentially they add so much stuff into Fortnite, right? But Call of Duty, which is equally big, you know, maybe not equally big, but come on, it's it's in the same yeah. Yeah, bracket. That's exactly what you mean. Yeah, and it's just incomparable like the Call of Duty has just done nothing and it's just, it's actually scary and, and I just want Call of Duty to wake up I think I think these games like Fortnite that are producing content every every couple of weeks really isn't it they're Literally. holding they're holding these games that have been out for for years to you know to a new level you know the same they're setting standards look, look, yeah they're setting standards exactly saying look um, i can do this i I'm, I'm doing this all the time you know it's mm-hmm. and it's it's different with with various games you know production and quality testing and everything may be different but i've got to say i think it is part of a difference in the way that the companies think about them like to activision call of duty you make a call of duty support a couple of years and then you get an, and then you just move on because you keep making more call yep. of duties fortnite is a long-term product it's been around for years and years and i don't think that there's a there's a plan for for it to stop being supported for them to stop making this game better and better so they need to keep players playing this one not just go oh well wait till the next one comes out and you'll buy that anyway it almost feels like the call of duty is now almost just like tests aren't they they're still like oh well we're gonna spend this year testing (laughs) this and then next year we're gonna take what's good out of that and try and do this or or test something completely different which which you can afford to do if you're you know call of duty Exactly, because no, no matter how bad the game is, you'll still have millions of people pre-purchasing it. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't pre-purchase people. That's exactly. why you should learn if the game's good or bad beforehand. Yeah, right, Gabriel. Thanks for that, Billy. Your two news pieces, please. Yeah. So uh, the first one is you know Elden Ring, the the big RPG oh, yeah, that that recently yeah. released. Yeah, yeah, came out like a couple weeks. Ago. Someone has already beaten it in less than an hour. I Someone's saw that. Already... I saw this. Yeah. How uh, honestly, I, I spoke I to my know. friends about it, and like, so how how long have you put into into the game so far? And I think one of my friends, who's obviously he's, he's fairly casual, uh, has put in what half a day already, twelve hours in, into the storyline. I don't think he's anywhere near being completed to finish the whole game, which is notoriously difficult and obviously not supposed to last an hour. Someone's done it already. I think that's unbelievable. Yeah, so so a couple of these like tricks that that people already know. Um, so that there's like an enemy that if it kills you, you when you respawn, you respawn in a very different area of the game and stuff. Um, and there's some tricks I've seen from like Dark Souls uh, speedruns as well, where you like you ensure you die in a certain way, so it forces you to respawn at a specific like default area. Um, which is which is speedrunners really are a crazy breed, aren't they? They're a crazy crazy breed. Mm-hmm. They are, but it's it's really impressive because, like, as you said, people have put in like twenty or thirty hours in this game already and are not finished with it. And then this guy's like, "No, I, I've just done the entire thing in an hour." It's I'm mad. <laughs> and yeah. It's a video release because I, I should probably check that out if they if he's recorded yeah. it. It is it is up on YouTube. It's uh, Elden Ring any percent speedrun in fifty nine to thirty eight. Uh, it was a world record when this the story came out. It's possibly already been beaten because speedrunners are like that. Yeah, there's um, sort of someone sets a, a target and they're like, well, if that's possible, I'll do it in a few seconds less or whatever yeah, like that. So. It, it, absolutely, exactly. Um, but the, the they've reckoned, the, the guy who did this, who was a, a guy called uh, Lil Aggie, 
says that he reckons that a sub-50 minute speed time should be possible. Although it will depend on how quickly soft from software patch some of the like, exploits and glitches he used. Sure, so there's definitely did. ways, there's definitely things that he's used yeah. to... Well, let's be honest, all that will do is start another category of speedrun, because this is a, this was a thing in Bloodborne too, is there's this different category for like before this specific patch that got out this like exploit, and there's oh, one yeah. for after. Yeah, of course, yeah, if, it, if it's basically... You know, one one time is now not possible to to even come close to. You know, yeah. people are gonna be like, "Well, yeah, I can't beat that, but I'm still gonna try and prove to you that I'm the fastest in this certain patch or whatever." Yeah, so yeah, it's it's insane that speedrunners have like so many different categories of things, but it, it's really cool that someone's already managed to do that. Yeah. Um, also, apparently, he died like five times during that run. I've not watched the whole video, but apparently, he died only five times in that run. Which is like, oh my god, what? And probably people die five times. Well, more than five times fighting the first boss, I guess. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I watch uh, a streamer called RT Game a lot, and he, he's he's put out videos on this, and he, I think he died five times in like the first thirty minutes. Yeah, well, wow. yeah. and this guy's already halfway through completing the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, the other story is sort of a follow-up story. So you might remember way, way back at like uh, end of October, beginning of November, I talked about this guy who got um, a COVID, like defrauded the COVID people and spent all his money on a shiny Pokemon card. I do remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as a bit of a follow-up to that one, I thought this would be quite interesting to talk about. He's been sentenced to 36 months in federal prison because he pled guilty to wire fraud, which he absolutely committed. He defrauded yeah, the government absolutely. of $85,000 and then spent nearly $60,000 on a shiny Charizard from the first edition. Jesus. Um, it's, it's great. So, um, yeah, he's, he's, been, he's had to pay uh, $10,000 and also has to... Uh, restitute the uh, the US government all the rest of the $85,000 that he he has stolen from them. So he's, you know, not made any money. He's lost $95,000 effectively. Um, but also, the Pokemon card now belongs to the federal government. The federal government owns shiny Charizard. I was, I was going to say, can he, can he sell the, the card to make the money back? Or how does that, how does that even work? I'll get into that in a moment. But uh, no, as part of that, as part of the, the thing that he's, he's done for the... Uh, uh, thing he's going to forfeit the Pokemon card. Yeah, it's uh, actually actually great because the U.S. Attorney's Office had to put like an official statement on this. So there's an official U.S. government document that says uh, they agreed to forfeit the Pokemon card, and it's in it's in quotes Charizard as part of the prosecution, which is hilarious. What a world we live in. That is so yeah. that is. Uh... That's crazy. I wonder if there's any Pokemon fans in the government that are like, you know, like if it's been held in here, it should be hundred percent are. It'll yeah, be unspoken it's... and they're not exactly pro- especially when that thing like turns up in the office. <laughs> they don't want to yeah. make it clear that they're the ones that are gonna steal it. They'll probably have laser beams <laughs> around. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A lot of crown well, jewels kind of thing. <laughs> it's even better though, because like they they brought because obviously the government wants to get rid of this and stuff. But um the New York Times, who have also run a story on this. Uh, went and contacted like a, a, a Pokemon card like expert dealer, who's basically been like, yeah, that's not that card is not worth that much money because of how he bought it. Um, he bought it at like the, the the high point in the market, and it's not even like a, a mint condition grade ten card. Uh, if oh. you're unfamiliar with the yeah. card grading, there's there's ten grades. Ten is the best. Sure. Okay. It's like a nine point five. I think they they end up getting it graded at. Um, so it's yeah. it's not even worth that much money, uh, and it's being held by the U.S. Marshals, who are going to auction it off at some point to give the money back to the Small Business Administration, who are the ones who got defrauded. Sure. Okay. At least that's a, a positive end to that story, and the, the guy who yeah, uh, just... guy got what he deserved. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I, I just find it very, very funny that it's like, yes, the US government now can officially smoke its assets a great 9.5 shiny Charizard from the first edition of Pokemon. It's a good follow-up to, to well, months ago now, the, the story that you yeah, brought. Yeah, you, you should go check out that original story. Which, well, I think, I, that's, say, yeah, I think that's a good a good um, pathway onto what, I, what I'm now going <laughs> to say, and that is we have come to the, the end of the show. Um, guys, thank you for, for joining me. And yeah, like, well, like we've just said, if you want to listen to any previous shows, specifically the one we <laughs> mentioned, the 